Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on everybody? My name is Cotter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero. This is Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, as always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? Going excellently, Connor. Uh, Here we're talking Mm. about Marvel Comics today, is that correct? (laughs) No, I have taste. Um, Oh, he turned it back. He turned it back on me. Um, Now, if anyone doesn't know, I normally talk about DC Comics and Sean normally talks about Marvel. Not because one of us likes the other more, we just like comic books. (laughs) We have to pick. We like things. (laughs) We won't like both of them, but then we had to say, right, well, you might as well do one and I'll do the other and that's how we got here <laughs> we've fallen into that for three years <laughs> i hate marvel especially <laughs> the movies they suck yeah 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 dc really has us pegged on that one yeah us us he says <laughs> what are you kevin feige's son <laughs> okay <laughs> um so sean this week i'm going to be talking a character that i mean i've done the riddler here Mm. Um, and I've done we've had characters that might be uh, maybe superheroes whose parents have been villains in the past and so what I decided to do this week was do a minor Batman villain that has kind of come back up in the new 52 so he was around in 1966 in Detective Comics 351 and that was his first appearance and he was kind of just a bit shit I'll be honest with you 
Not great. Okay, but he's since become uh, a more better important villain to Batman. He's around. He's still there. So, <laughs> um, but the new Fifty Two, he got a he got a rewrite. His origin got changed up. It became a little cooler. And okay. so we're going to be doing a character called Arthur Brown, who is otherwise known as the Clue Master, Sean. The okay. Uh, how 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 much of a Riddler clone is this dude? Well, look, here's what I'm going to say. Think about it, right? Mm. What does the Riddler do before he makes he does crimes? Leaves a riddle. Leaves a riddle. He leaves a riddle to the crime. So what about instead of leaving a riddle that Batman has to solve, we leave clues that lead him to the riddle, the, to, to the crime, I should say. Oh, so... That's in many ways more bold, because he's like, no, I'm going to tell you exactly where to find me. You just have to be smart enough to do it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like nobody's smart enough to figure this out. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to leave a load of little breadcrumbs. Batman, you dumbass, you'll never find me. Interesting. Okay. I'm, I'm excited to see what would drive a man to clue-based villainy. Also, um, Arthur Brown. Brown is the second name, Sean. Do we know any part members of Gotham? James Brown. Not uh, James Brown. Do Stephanie you know Brown. Stephanie Brown, who is Spoiler, who I have not done actually yet. Um, also Batgirl. I think she was the third Batgirl. Or maybe fourth. I have a, a Cassandra Cade and her I always mix up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... The creator of Clue Master is Gardner Fox and Carmine Infantino. They created him obviously in 1966, but he has been since rewritten um, in Batman Eternal, I think in the new 52. So, Arthur Brown lived and worked in Gotham City. Um, and for a long time, he was pretty famous as a game show host. Ah. Now, during this time, his life was normal. He fell in love with a nurse called Crystal. And had a lovely daughter with her called Stephanie. Now, however, everything started to crumble once he lost his job, Sean. Because Arthur Brown, as I said, was the host of a celebrity edition of um, a TV show. And one night, he was hosting the show that it was the program was benefiting the Zero Hour Reclamation Fund. Which is a fund basically to raise money for people in Gotham. And okay. included Bruce Wayne as a contestant. Right. So okay. All the rich people were there. It's a it's a celebrity episode of the show. They brought these people in to raise money for charity. That's okay. Okay. And he's the host of the show. He's the host. Now in that episode, Arthur Brown grew increasingly frustrated with a particular cont- contestant's stupidity. So much so that he blew up on camera. Oh. Basically calling this guy absolutely ridiculous like you are fucking take your so dumb live on air in front of everyone um, pretty mean thing to do to Bruce Wayne I would say <laughs> actually that would be very Bruce Wayne to pretend to be dumb Turned to be while fake, you're Bruce yeah. Wayne yeah so um, he's on the show and he basically blows up and starts calling this contestant all these names and causes a scandal for himself and he now he had been unemployed and broke, but he was angry that the intellectually inferior got rich, while he basically had to scrape by. And so when they all right. came on his show, they were like, "You're an idiot! How are you rich?" 
This is fucking dumb. I yeah, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, and you get to be a millionaire and thick as pig shit. Yeah, and he was unable to find himself another job, as as all other TV channels considered him a failure as a host, which made sense. Yeah, if you blow up live on air, that'll tend to sour your reputation. So hit by a crippling inferiority complex, Arthur was desperate to prove his ingenuity to the world. So he decided to measure himself with the greatest mystery in Gotham, the secret identity of the Batman. Ah, so it's a proof. Okay, so he's trying to prove himself now. He's got inferiority complex that, like, he's he's dismarrest. He has to prove he's dismarrest. <laughs> Him and Riddler in a room together must be fantastic. You're starting to pick up, yeah, the clues. <laughs> They're very glaring. <laughs> so, to match the Cape, Cape Crusader, Arthur tailored himself a costume and named himself the Clue Master, challenging Batman in a battle of wits, always leaving intricate clues behind to prove his intellectual and superior spe- superiority. Obviously, this compulsion to leave clues was always the cause of his failure. <laughs> yeah, you're leaving evidence. <laughs> to Batman. <laughs> the world's greatest detector. Yeah, so what he's done there is he didn't leave clues for, like, Superman, who probably wouldn't give a shit and be like, yeah. okay. Like, he's leaving it for the one guy that doesn't have superpowers, so he's going to check every crime scene a hundred times to find some clues. The, the guy who famously solves things based on clues and evidence. That's kind of his thing. That is kind of his thing. So he's if he can outsmart that. the Batman, though, he's the smartest. Yeah, I guess. But would you not just... Can you not outsmart him silently and just not give him clues? Uh, like riddles. Riddles would be ideal, actually, if we could, <laughs> if we could arrange that. Yeah. No, I, that's another guy's shtick. We don't want to get copyright infringed. Um, yeah, so, so eventually, kind of jokes, perhaps? Can we base it around some, jokes? Some sort of jokes? Some sort of calendar man? Have you heard of calendar? <laughs> a joke um, calendar. Great. Joe calendar. Eventually, Arthur Brown ended up spending more time in Blackgate Penitentiary than with his family. Something that obviously ended his marriage. Now, his, his obsession was relentless with Batman. Um, and so he basically just kept trying and trying and trying. And he he wanted to prove that he was so sure that he was smarter than everyone that he wanted to leave clues. So when the, the Batman showed up, he was like, even more so, oh, you think you're the best of them? Well, watch this. Oh, wait, no, I'm, oh fuck, I'm arrested. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. How How old is Stephanie at that point? Or is she just like... A child. I think Stephanie at this point might be like seven or eight. Right, okay. So old enough to kind of know her dad's a criminal. <laughs> yeah, first, when she first gets involved, she's probably seven or eight. Most comic books, she's like 16 uh, when he first gets out. Right, okay. Bless you. <coughs> See how I knew that was coming, folks? God, I'm great. It was, he, he, he gave me a little clue, you see. He held up one finger to the camera. As if to say, wait just finger. a second. <laughs> That's my sneeze finger. I said it was the middle one and it was pointed towards me. <laughs> People always get confused. <laughs> God, he's very mean. God, so, in now, church, no less. Now, here's the thing. Batman was used to solving crimes from smarter criminals like the Riddler, who is a villain who doesn't leave clues. 
to the crimes he's doing. So Obama's able to solve his things. So Cluemaster was a bit of a joke, to be honest. Yeah, um, a non-threat. Now, during the second year of Batman's career, Cluemaster participated in the war of jokes and riddles between the Joker and the Riddler for the right to kill Batman. This was a war that the two of them pledged, basically, and got him. Cluemaster joined the Joker side, as, I mean, he's not going to join the Riddler's side, no. and worked with him for weeks in a city-wide fight against the Riddler's army, being afraid he might be killed if he was refused. Um, so, Arthur proposed to Kite Man at one stage that they could get out of their predicament, as long as they made it look that Batman had clearly beaten them. The two were, however, attacked and knocked out by the Scarecrow who was working with the Riddler. <laughs> and Arthur was eventually caught by Batman who forced, who was forced to side with the Riddler in order to get the fighting to stop. Because, I mean, one side was the Joker. Fair. Yes, it's an uneasy alliance. I like that Kite Man and him and the Clue Master are just like, we can get out of this right now. So... Arthur ran into paths or cross paths with Batman a lot of the time uh, in his early days, but he always managed to escape with his secret identity intact. So he's he's a good criminal, you know what I mean? He's keeping it yeah. under wraps until the day he returned home and was caught. Batman was caught by Batman Dare, oh. <laughs> who only let him go without harm due to seeing his young daughter Stephanie and and realizing that he had a family to provide for. Okay, yeah, because Batman isn't... Batman would never arrest Deadshot in front of his daughter, right? Um, I think that's the plot of 2016 Suicide Squad. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, I picked oh, up on the wrong clues. No. Oh, no, fuck Batman. Fuck Batman. <laughs> fuck Batman. Oh, no. <laughs> fuck Batman. <laughs> um, so he also had a brief stint in the Suicide Squad at this time. Um, Amanda Waller brought him in and um, he was recruited. What use is he in the Suicide Squad? That's a very interesting point you've well made. He didn't last too long. Um, (laughs) I I think he lasted like maybe one or two missions. And then he got uh, involved in an inner fight between Checkmate, who was also on the team. Clue Master and Checkmate. They didn't get on. And... (laughs) Eventually, he left the team saying he didn't really like it. Just So, he Can tried to reform the Suicide Squad, though? I don't know if Amanda Waller lets you leave or maybe she kicks you out. Maybe he was so shit that she kicked him out. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And he tried to... Sorry, he tried to reform after that. He tries to reform. And now, we've seen the Riddler try to reform, but he actually was on the side of good for a long time. But he just has a compulsion to do certain takes. And so Cluemaster tried to reform for some time, but it didn't work out, Sean. And after a marvelously, after miraculously surviving that outing with the Suicide Squad, <laughs> he eventually came back to his old ways. He did, however, find something useful in prison. Psychiatric therapy. Finally, Brown understood his need for proving his intellectual superiority and managed to let it go. When he came out, he was a different man. Meaning that he didn't need to leave clues behind anymore and could be a much more effective criminal. (laughs) Oh, he was so close there. He just learned the wrong lesson. (laughs) Who only aimed at being a rich man rather than a challenging Batman's intellect. So he was only after the money now. He doesn't want to prove his smartness to Batman. He's he's perfectly content in himself. He just wants more money. (laughs) Nobody knew of this change of style in the Clue Master apart from his estranged family. And Stephanie couldn't let him be successful. Certainly not as a criminal. 
naming herself Spoiler. Stephanie started following her dad while he went out by night for his robberies. And she left clues behind him in his place. What? So that the... So that the police and Batman would have to, would be able to find him and arrest him nonetheless. So that's how she got her start as a superhero. <laughs> so I think we definitely should do a Hero Zero on Stephanie Brown. She's one of my favourite characters. Um, and so I've been meaning to get around to her, but I always feel like it's cheating for me to do a Batman character. So I well, always try to like stick go around to all the rest of the villains and heroes. And then I might her, come back every so a turn. Yeah, because if I did, I could just go through the whole of Gotham, but I don't really... <laughs> that could get quite boring quite quickly. But yeah, I definitely think we should do Spoiler. Um, I She she first popped up for me when I was reading the Tim Drake comic book run as Robin. She was massive into that, um, because the two right. of them were together. Romantic styles. And so... Nice. she She's like 16 or 17 in the comic books. Um, and as I said, her, her outfit at this time is like... It's like a purple... I'm trying to think of how to describe it. It's like a big ho- big mask, hood, pur- big purple thing that's very loose. It's not, it doesn't look very stylish. But right. It, it gets more stylish as it goes along. This was like in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, that's fair. Oh yeah, it looks pretty cool. I pulled it up here. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. So Clue Master found out about Spoiler's true identity the worst way possible. As when he was about to disfigure her with a vial of acid... In a hostage situation. He oh was dear. basically... He he captured Spoiler. And he's like... Now, I'm gonna fuck... You've been getting me arrested repeatedly. Who are you, you little shit? I'm gonna... I'm gonna throw I'm a lot of acid on you. I'm gonna burn your face off. I'm gonna burn your face. I'm real bad. Batman dropped the news on him. <laughs> Batman <laughs> showed up. It's like, that's Stephanie, you dickhead. <laughs> um, startling him long enough to allow Stephanie to try to... To, to basically wrap him up... And nearly strangle him to death in the fight. Awkward, awkward family reunions, you know. So while he was brought back to Blackgate, his daughter, who initially wore the costume only to stop him, grew into a full-fledged crime fighter. Something that made him oddly proud of her, which I quite like as a character thing. Oh, he's like, yeah, it's not the life for me, but fair play to her. And now her doing that actually prompted him to give another shot at redemption. But that didn't last long. Either. Of course it didn't. Of course it didn't. When does it ever? <laughs> so he keeps an eye on Stephanie and her career, but Clue Master just can't help the fact that he wants to do crimes and just leave Clue. So he has to go off and go be like, I'm proud of you, but also I'm going to leave a clue here and I might be somewhere later on. <laughs> He's just there like writing it slowly, putting it on the ground. Oh. Now, this might or might not let you know my plans after nine this evening. I might be somewhere, I might not be. We don't know. Read it, figure it out. Just says, I'm at the bank. (laughs) Ring if need. He's real bad at clues lately. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, also, one of my favourite things is um, Clue Master was very worried for another unexpected threat at this time, and that was the Riddler was after the monopoly on crime puzzles. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Which is such a dumb monopoly. I'm the king of crime puzzles. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like being like what what's the joke in Fatherhead? Like the third darkest cave in Ireland or something like that. Yeah. Like like it's it's not a it's not a good boast, I would say. No, no, it's 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 not something you should put on your C V. 
So his big story comes in Batman Eternal, Sean. And this is when Clue Master uses his noggin. And he comes up with a plan to destroy Gotham City once and for all. Right? Right. Sending messages to the entirety of the upper echelons of Batman's rogues gallery that they were invited to the destruction of Gotham City. He did this knowing that Batman would concentrate his efforts on all the A-listers and completely ignore the ah, C-listers. That's really clever, actually. Because Batman would be like, okay, who's capable of doing that? Yeah, well, okay, right, I need to go stop Joker and Bane, step one and two, and then I'll move on to Two-Face and Riddler and I'll work my way down. Yeah, so, okay, that's really cool. As well as causing the manipulation of Commissioner Jim Gordon with some basic Mad Hatter technology to get Batman off balance from the onset, working more in depth with the lower criminals, including the likes of Lockup, Ratcatcher, Prankster, Firefly, and Signalman. (laughs) Signalman. Oh, there's some good ones. There's some good ones there. Ever since 5G, he's been fucking on top of his game. He's he's fucking... (laughs) He got the vaccine and he was fucking laughing. <laughs> five bars, so he had constantly by. In one such meeting, he was found out by the, by his daughter. However, in the attempt to fight her uh, for what she knew, Clue Master let her go free. Likely not in accordance with his plans, but he was just like, "It's my daughter. I'm gonna let her go anyway because I don't want to kill her." Yeah, he's not into killing family members quite yet. Well, he would. Yeah, he would kill everyone else's family members. But That's it's his fair. own daughter, so he's like, okay, cool. <laughs> that is fair. It's good to know he, this man has a line. <laughs> yeah. He later tried to have her assassinate. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. We were so close, um, Clue Master. But, but he was not... Like, he didn't want to do it, though. He got someone else to look into it. Oh, yeah. He won't dirty his own hands. Yeah. The assassination was actually demanded by Hush on the consequences of failure of being... Um, so Hush basically wanted her to be shot because she knew the plan and she was the only... She knew Batman. Right. <laughs> so, exactly. Seems like yeah. a bad idea. It seems like a bad idea, but I do get... I get Hush's logic in that. So also, Hush said that it's either basically you or her. And... Um, and he chose his own life over his daughter's. Yeah, basically. And, um, and but Hush found out that she was still alive. She was as she was not listed among the dead or injured. And the, that fact, and also the fact that she had been blogging about him to anyone who would listen, that he was t- <laughs> blogging. She had been blogging about this. Yeah, you know what? You know how it is. It's it's like 2014. She's blogging nonstop. Oh, well, weren't we all Tumblr and the like? Yeah. In light of this, and with his daughter's blogging still not making a serious impact on the community, due to his low threat level as a villain. <laughs> <laughs> so, she's like, this is the plan. He's distracting us all with Joker and Bane, and he's going to destroy everyone. And everyone, even on the internet, is like, yeah, but he's a bit of sh- he's a bit shit. Like, it's kind of... This, like, this one thing he's doing is kind of impressive, but the rest of them... Useless. So, to basically counteract this, because he was embarrassed, and I think Hush probably negged him into doing it, <laughs> like, um, he sent a bomb to uh, a house that Stephanie was meant to be in, and it right. blew up, but it killed the wrong person. It was not Stephanie who was in the house at the time. Classic switcheroo. 
the classic switcheroo. Um, so uh, Arthur reports back and he's like, hush, I did it. I'm after killing her. I'm after killing Problem. my daughter. Fucking solved. <laughs> Aren't I class hush? And so at this point, all the lower tier villains were in full swing. The plan. And Signalman was embedded within Gotham's infrastructure, using the traffic system to cause a gradually worsening gridlock. <laughs> it's annoying. It's certainly annoying. <laughs> My favourite use of the word gradually worsening. <laughs> just to the point that they won't take it anymore. Yeah, like, they're annoyed. There's a lot of traffic. But, like, you can still get through it, but it's probably going to just add, like, half an hour to your journey. It's just like, surely, surely it'll clear at some point. Yeah. Ratcatcher was weakening the water system, preparing to introduce uh, pathogens to the pipes at a moment's notice. The prankster was causing rolling blackouts in the city, cycling through, cycling them through the worst neighbourhoods in town and time to interrupt community events. These ah. plans together were intended to create mass anxiety in Gotham that would likely lead to street riots. So he's... My favourite is Signal Man. <laughs> Let's cause a gradually worsening gridlock. Eventually riots. <laughs> that, that, uh, I get it though. Like they're... It's not a big, there's a bomb that'll destroy the city. It's, no, we're just going to cause chaos and just let everyone kill each other. So upon Hush leaving, uh, Cluemaster revealed that he was aware that his daughter, now a masked vigilante aiming to take him down, was present, causing him to ambush her with a gas grenade. He explained that he had hoped that they could have been partners, but that hope was crushed by her meddling, Sean. Um, But you have to, like... You have to acknowledge that he's the one at mostly at fault here. I I would say him trying to cause mass anxiety and unrest in the city would lead him to be probably be evil. And the gradually worsening gridlock, of course. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. Signal Man is maybe worse than Joker. Um, he's killed nobody, but he's he's annoyed a whole bunch of people. But he's ruined lives. He's, ru- he's ruined lives in his own way. Find your niche, Sean. Signal and Man realises just a few rage lights every now and then. <laughs> I like how he didn't aim high. Lads, I'm not Robin Banks, okay? I can stop a red light, I can turn it green, I can turn it orange <laughs> if we need it, but that's about it. That's it, that's me. That's my That's that, That's my trick. That's what I'm, do- what I'm good at. Um, so he is uh, trying to explain, he's, he's monologuing basically to Stephanie at this point, um, and she, he's like, come join me. And she cuts him short by lobbing a wrench at his head and escaping on his motorcycle. Um, and he gives chase on another motorcycle. But by the end of the chase, Arthur's mo- motorcycle had crashed six miles outside of Gotham City, with Stephanie able to watch as the state police, whose jurisdiction the father and daughter had entered, and whom she had called during the chase itself, arrested him. So what happened is, she went to his base outside of Gotham, Got onto a bike, allowed him to chase her, far enough into Gotham that they were now in the jurisdiction of the Gotham PD and he could be arrested. So she tricked him. (laughs) Yes, so once again his daughter outsmarted him because she's a superhero and he's an idiot. Excellent, excellent. What a way to go down. And so he went back to Blackgate then? So he goes back to Blackgate constantly, yes. The Um, most secure prison in the world. I mean, yeah, and so the main story of Cluemaster is every time he leaves, Stephanie is is her personal duty to bring him back because it's like, oh, Batman, hold off, 
It's my dad, so I'm. I don't. Be I don't want him in hospital. I just want him arrested. <laughs> yeah, but also, signal man's causing a fucking gridlock somewhere in this city, Batman. You need to get on that. We we'll get the Justice to, League. I want you to take up torturing. <laughs> We're Superman. I think we need Superman for <laughs> signal man. The whole league. <laughs> the whole league against them. I can't, I'd fight him, but I can't get to the battle. It's gridlock. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Batmobile is affected by gridlock. Superman's like, why did I drive? I should have just flown here. <laughs> oh, um, God, that's a good one. So uh, what happens then is later, when Stephanie was about to leak information on Cluemaster's next plans, um, Cluemaster jumps in through, he gets released from prison once again, and he... Uh, he comes in and they have another fight. So constantly is the massive thing of he gets released. Stephanie realizes what he's up to, releases information through her blog, or maybe just a Batman who has his own blog. Whichever blog really gets the most hits on a daily basis. Um, they don't do anything about it. They just blog about it. Maybe a few tweets. Maybe a few See Facebook if posts. Picks it up. Yeah, yeah, and then and then Jim Gordon's on his phone scrolling. He's like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> lads, he's at it again, <laughs> quick!" And so then he just immediately gets back arrested again. Um, so uh, what happens then is Clue Master invites Batman to Beacon Tower to witness the destruction of everything he holds dear. And right. Clue Master waited there with the bat signal. And upon the arrival of Batman, he mockingly explained that the bat signal had once been an exciting sight. But the truth of it was that it represented Batman's mark, a symbol that he owned Gotham. Amused that Batman still could not recognise who he was, Cluemaster laughed, jolting his memory with thousands of volts of electricity, Sean. Um, what? So what happens is, in the previous one, Batman learned his, his identity was... Stephanie Brown's father. Yeah. And this is the new 52. So they've gone back. The Batman now doesn't know who he is. I get And you. so Clue Master's whole thing is that like, you don't know. I'm the great, the greatest clue is me hiding it from you. It's right in front of you. Okay. And what's the electricity about? Uh, no, Batman just shows up and he just electrocutes him. <laughs> oh, right. But I think he had the pun ready. He wants to jolt his memory. I see. I see. Mm. Wow, that was really convenient on Batman's yeah. part. <laughs> um, Batman has to be dumb sometimes. And so, as Batman collapsed, Cluemaster crouched over him, warning that all he needed to do was understand, to understand the plot from the beginning, was follow the clues. Sean, follow the clues. Of course Cluemaster's um, going to say that, though. So, so, with Batman strapped to the bat signal, Cluemaster taunted him. Explaining that for all of Batman's posturing, the symbol on his chest was only another mask to hide the fact that beneath it, he was just a man, not an idea. <laughs> See, Clue Master, he's, he's, he's good. You know he's what I mean? He's, he's, he's a tough cookie. And in that respect, he was no different from the second stringers that he had ignored for years. Right? Right, okay. Um, so it's still the inferiority thing about here. Yeah, Cluemaster wondered if Batman even remembered who he was. And Batman responded, oh no, that he knew well that the Cluemaster was Arthur Brown. A second-rate Riddler knockoff who could never have pulled off a scheme like this. Angrily, Cluemaster reminded, reminded him that the Riddler never got the better of Batman like this, even during any of their battles. Ripping away his cowl to reveal the face of Bruce Wayne. 
which oh only God. served to bolster his case that Batman thought he owns the city because he hates rich people because it all started yeah. on the game show. That's that's quite nice that like like even once he learns it's Bruce Wayne, he's like that just proves my point even more. <laughs> You're a dickhead. Yeah, and, and so at this point, the city's on fire. All of his C-string villains have now succeeded that um, they've kind of set the whole thing on fire. So this is part, still part of the same storyline. Mm-hmm. And um, so he, Arthur throws the, the cowl into the fires down below in the streets. And after Arthur exposited over what his plan had been from the start and proclaimed that he would finally kill Batman, Bruce broke free. <laughs> One of his... <laughs> Oh, of his chains holding him and he, and he punched Arthur in the face until Arthur fell to the ground and functionally and, dead and so at this point Batman had 8 days entire days without sleep through the exhaustion of having to solve all of the or put away all of the criminals one by one yeah but he still beat this man to an inch of his life I assume and so he was still weak Though Bruce fought with the last of his strength, Cluebast revealed that he did not intend to win by fighting, and he pulls out a revolver, <laughs> admitting that it was not elegant, but there was a kind of poetic justice to it, given how Bruce lost his parents to a gun just two miles away. Hehe. <laughs> ah, your parents are dead, to- you dickhead. <laughs> I like how he also says similarly to a nobody. So you remind, he basically's like, "I'm a nobody. I'm going to kill you, just like a nobody killed your parents." Yeah. Okay, that's pretty nice. Pretty nice, and only two miles away. So as he prepared to pull the trigger, a character called Lincoln March appeared behind him and cut his throat, grasping to stodge the blood flow. He stuttered. He stuttered that this wasn't according to the plan. His would-be killer responded that it was not according to Clue Master's plan, but it was according to his own. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and so he just dies. So, so he had he was about to kill Batman, and then he got his throat sliced. Batman's a very and lucky that, man. And so it's it, to be honest, Batman did nothing. All he did was stay awake for eight days straight. He had nothing. He had he'd lost that battle. He'd lost that battle, absolutely. So that's the end of of Clue Master forever. That's the end of Clue Master so far. I'm pretty sure he might have come back in Young Justice. Um, I think, yeah, at some stage it was revealed that he had survived and pretended to be dead, but we're not going to get into that. I like the Fair end enough. that, like, he ended on his peak. Like, he had set Gotham on fire, him and all the C-list Yeah, he had villains. won, basically. He was about he to won. just finally win. And, he got and then he got his throat slashed, slashed. yeah. So what can you do? So his powers and abilities, Sean. Um, Arthur Brown is a highly intelligent man with an IQ bordering on genius and a crippling inferiority complex that for years led him to underestimate himself in everything he did. As the clue master, he's a master tactician who grew from goon to team leader during his career and who's now one of the most brilliant criminal masterminds in Gotham. The pellets attached to his costume contain a number of gadgets and weapons, the usual, you know, you yeah. got smoke bombs, gas bombs, all that kind of stuff. Whatever you need. Whatever the story needs. Now, being one of the few completely sane villains in a city of loony psychopaths, the clue, the clue master has turned on a whole new leaf. Now, uh, not abandoning his life of crime, of course, but improving it. 
becoming a much more effective and overall richer thief. <laughs> I do like that. How like it's not to do with his brain chemistry. He just wants money and he wants to be bad. Yeah, he's not crazy. Like in any way, he's actually completely sane. But he's just like, I'll, I'd like to be rich. But I'm, and at first he was like, I'm going to leave clues. But then he was like, I'm not going to leave. What's the point of the clues? That seems <laughs> dumb. That's it. Why that am I doing like a, that? It's a waste of everyone's I, time. I could just make loads more money by not leaving the clues and just committing the crimes. God, you've really given me a lot to think about, Doc. <laughs> so that's the clue master, Sean. Um, a character that like is a B-list or C-list, I would say, villain. But he had that one great storyline where his plan was all of the C-listers would get all of the A-listers to distract Batman <laughs> while they caused mayhem. That's actually, it's really cool and it's better than I expected because I thought this was just going to be like a Riddler knockoff. And he kind of was at the start, it seemed. But then he became, I really like the fact that he's fully sane. That's really interesting. There's um, a great stat about, say, Jason Todd. Um, So the Red Hood or like the second Robin that they did that like he uses guns and he goes around and he kills all the criminals or whatever. And in the comic books, they did, they sent him to Arkham after one of his Red Hood missions, and they did a test on him, and they said that he was completely sane. So, and Batman was like, how is he sane? Like, he goes around killing people, and like, yeah, but he thinks he's right. Like, in his head, yeah. he's sane. That, yeah, like, it's, there's nothing making scary. him do that, he's choosing it. Yeah, so that's, that's worse, like, the Joker's insane. But Jason Todd is completely sad, but he's like, no, I want to kill people. The killing the villains is a better idea. Whereas he's like, I'm completely sad, but obviously I'm just going to commit the crimes and blow people up and not leave clues. Seems yeah. like a smarter idea. It's, and, and it did. He, he got to actually develop his criminal career by doing that, which is really nice. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the, yeah, so this story is kind of like a nice lead in, by the way, to Spoiler and Stephanie Brown, which I might do maybe next month or... In a few weeks after that, because I, I, I like to spread like to out the Batman. Yeah, uh, all the Batman ca- characters need to be spread out a little bit. That's true. Years apart, if you if you ask me, like, just till you never touch. Just let everyone go back and listen to Nightwing. That episode is still my fave. It's a great Nightwing <laughs> <Tim> episode. <Drake. laughs> and listen to all the episodes on all podcast platforms. Leave a like on all podcast platforms as well, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, do you, I mean, do, what else do you want to take us out, Sean? Or? Oh, yeah, I, I will, I think. Uh, well done on the I, report, Connor. Thank you very much for that. Thanks also to all of our patrons who support us over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description. You get access to movie reviews and we review some of the Marvel TV shows and stuff like that. Everyone who supports us over there is amazing. So do check on out. And... Also, link below all of our social medias. Facebook, Heroes for Hire Podcast. Instagram, Heroes for Hire Podcast. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Or you can email us, Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. But the best way you can ever help out the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Meehan. And we shall see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.